This episode of Off Campus is brought to you by Poopery. Don't get schooled by bathroom odor. Poopery transforms your bathroom experience by stopping bathroom odor before it begins. Get a free trial at poopery.com slash back to college or pick it up at your local Bed Bath and Beyond. Once again, that is Poopery, P-O-O-P-O-U-R-R-I dot com slash back to college or pick it up at your local Bed Bath and Beyond. Welcome, friends and family. Betches Media presents Off Campus. Ready to party with Taylor Jackson. Yes, Queen. Yes, Queen. And Molly Rain. This year we're going to grab the bull by the balls and kick those punks off campus. We are fucking back, Molly. We are back off campus, betches. Episode two with your hosts, Taylor Jackson and Molly Rain. Let's fucking go. The LFG. The podcast all about college, but unfiltered, obviously, no bullshit. Honest recaps on everything that goes down. It goes down in the DMs. Well, me and Molly need to do a little bit of catch up. So we call this tea time with Mal and Tay. So we just recently took a little trip to Los Angeles mm-hmm. to visit our friend Parker. And let me tell you, it took about seven years off of my life. I have two brain cells left. And honestly, I don't want to see or hang out with you outside of this podcast room for at least a month and a half. I know. Every single time that I hang out with Taylor and we go on these like trips, I like, I just don't ever want to see her again because my liver has rotted. I've smoked like 25 cigarettes at least Mm -hmm. and I just need a break from her. In true LA fashion. Exactly. It it really was um, just quite the bender. On our last day there, I was hunched over the toilet for about three hours, throwing up Wendy's chicken nuggets out of my nose. Legit. Because the night before, no exaggeration, I had 72 margaritas and about 99 vodka sodas. And let me tell you, I am done hanging out with the gays because they bring out the best and worst in me. And when I'm around them, I literally consume too much fucking vodka soda. Yeah, she was actually, I am a witness to this, moaning in the bathroom. <laughs> I like, I get hung over, but like not as bad as she does. Oh, please, guys. I get absolutely bedridden. I have some photos of her. I'll probably share on the Insta feed of her throwing up the chicken nuggets. If anyone's interested, DM me. And it hurt. Like throwing up out of your nose fucking hurts. But like imagine chunks of chicken nuggets. Yeah, that's fucking gross. <laughs> I don't I, know what to tell you. I was enjoying my Wendy's nuggets. I was eating them. Yeah, her TV. and Parker out, are out in the other room having a ball watching Shrek. <laughs> of course, that's my favorite movie. And then my one throw up was literally straight clear tequila. Okay, enough of the throw. Nobody really wants to know that. All right, um, there's some highlights from this trip, though. And uh, we want to share some really good advice on how to scam a chump. So a chump to us is our favorite word. And a chump is just anybody at the bar that is stupid enough to buy you a drink. Yeah. And of course, when you're, you know, chumping a chump, always be safe if you have like a weird feeling about the chump. You know. Always have a buddy. When, when, you're, when you're chumping, chump with a buddy. <laughs> yeah. You, you need a chump and a chumpy. <laughs> um, always be with someone. And, you know, if it doesn't feel right, obviously don't do it, but... This is how you scam a chump. You find somebody in the bar or club that looks a little generous. Generous and probably over the age of 60 plus. (laughs) Exactly. Alone. Normally the chumps are alone. They're looking for ladies or men to, you know, swindle. Spoil. To spoil. So you just got to find someone that looks like that. Uh, Go and chat them up. Actually, when we were in LA, we didn't even have to talk to the chumps it was we were just like like he was reading our lips from across the bar i just went like this i had an empty vodka soda i pointed to it and said drink but like he could read (laughs) i said need a drink need a drink she tapped on her glass with her long ass acrylic nail pointed to the drink and the guy (laughs) literally across the bar goes okay one second he was he you see him go get the bartender and says send 
two drinks over to those two girls. So, you know, if you're broke, which we are, leave your wallet at home. Because mm-hmm. then you have no other choice than to scam. Yeah, there's literally no other option. And when we were, we're in LA, we were poor. like, we're on a budget. We are scamming the hell out of these hoes. Mm-hmm. We are scamming these hoes. That's what you have to do. LA summed up. Let's just sum it up in one word. I mean, a, a sentence. scam in itself. Scam the chumps. Scam the chumps. Hashtag scam the chumps. Hashtag scam a chump. Okay, we're going to go into our news story of the week because it's very timely. Um, it involves our boy Pete Davidson. He was doing a stand-up routine at University of Central Florida on Monday night. I'm assuming it was for some sort of welcome week type of performance. And he got a little fed up because everybody in the crowd was on their cell phones, not paying attention to him, probably not laughing at his jokes. So here's a few quotes from what he said when he called these people out. If you film everything and not enjoy the show for fucking an hour, then like, I don't got to be here. Whenever somebody else comes to your fucking town and wants to perform and is exhausted and flies all the way to the middle of fucking nowhere to do jokes for you little privileged assholes, don't fucking ruin the show for people who actually want to be here. After that statement, the crowd applauded. So the crowd was getting rowdy, rowdy from it. Then he comes back with, that's why the world is going to end in 25 years because you're all fucking retarded. Oh my God. The crowd then boos that, obviously. Then he says, yeah, I meant it that way, idiots. You should fucking grow up. (laughs) Then he says, while laughing, now I'll continue. I just wanted to scare you. Just grow up. Don't do that shit. I don't know what's worse. His statements or your South Jersey accent (laughs) in that reading. Oh my God. I was trying to channel my Petey. I don't think he's from South Jersey. Whatever. Um, You know, I respected it respected it until he said you're all fucking retarded because that's just very fucking rude that's horrible that's horrible um it sounds like he kind of just went through a little um wacky moment wacky moment um also kids are on their phones a lot these days uh obviously you're gonna be upset but this was probably a free event because it's at a college for like welcome week so these kids it's probably all freshmen just going to like because they feel like they have to. Then they realize, oh, I don't really want to be here. I'm going to go on my phone. And um, I can vouch for them. I'm literally always on my phone. I don't know if I would be during like a performance. But my screen time lately, it's disturbing. One time I was out with our friends from home. Um, his name's Justin, actually. And I was like, oh, my God, Justin, what's your screen time right now? He pulls out his phone and said two hours. I'm like, holy shit. He's like, why? What's yours? Twelve hours. That's gross. Anyway. So yeah. sorry, Pete. We just really are enjoying our screen time lately. I am too. I need to quit it because my thumb is starting to hurt. I think I have. Um, <laughs> What's that called? What's it called? When your hands are shaky? <laughs> I don't know. No, my mom hasn't. She's got to wear those things. Oh, a carpal tunnel. Yeah, I think I'm getting carpal tunnel on my right hand. It gets shaky and like sometimes it goes numb when I'm holding my phone. My freaking right thumb like freaking gets like bulky i'm not kidding i think it's from being on my muscles phone. muscles we're lifting okay <laughs> wait my mom yeah. my mom loves to text and a few months ago she dead ass had to go to pc because her thumb was acting up from all the texting and i was making fun of her taylor was too but now texting i got thumb. it they call it texting thumb <laughs> Okay, guys, so last week we asked you to send in your move-in stories and all of that jazz because you guys are all moving into college, or you might be this week. Um, So we got a really good move-in story, Um, so I'll go ahead and read it. My dearest Molly and Taylor, I knew I wanted to go to Temple for a majority of my senior year, but being that it's located in the sketchiest section of Philadelphia, my mom needed some convincing. By the time we finally came to an agreement, I submitted my deposit. Unfortunately, housing was super limited by the middle of May. After many failed attempts to get into the triple with Taylor and Gianna, there were only a few spots left in the dorm building right next door. Only doubles were left, so I picked a random room hoping to be switched out into the building I wanted with my friends. Flash forward to move-in day when I discovered that my dorm building may as well have been a prison. The showers and toilets looked exactly like what you would see in Orange is the New Black. To make things even better, my random roommate was a pre-med Christian named Jizme. Yep, you heard that right. J-I-Z-Z-M-E. Jizme. 
I tried to have a positive attitude as I figured I wouldn't stay in the same building much longer. After sharing a room with this complete stranger for three weeks, I probably heard her speak three words, and she showered maybe once. She had ridiculously long, thick black hair that somehow managed to cover all my shit, specifically my bougie white fur rug that I had to eventually throw away because it was so filthy from her hair. The only saving grace was that Jismy went home every single weekend. One Friday after class, I headed back to my room with the boy I was talking to at the time. We opened the door ready to hook up and who is sitting on the bed but Jismy staring deep into this guy's soul knowing damn well we were all about to have premarital sex in the room she sleeps in Monday through Thursday. He was so scared he never came back to my room. Thanks to some girl who dropped out mid-semester, I eventually got into the building I wanted and lived on the same floor as my friends. You bet your ass I moved out of that room faster than you can blink an eye with no farewell to my lovely roomy jizz. Hope you're doing well, girl. A word of advice to incoming freshmen. Pick your rooms as soon as you possibly can with people who won't terrify your hookups and ruin your fur rugs. Love the podcast, girlies. Devin from Temple University. I literally remember this story. Yeah, so guys, Devin, I I don't know if you listened last week, but she was the girl I was talking about who I was like bullying people out of my room to try to get her in, and this (laughs) is where she ended up. So I mean, to sum it all up, take her advice at the end. Jizz me. Pick your rooms as soon as you possibly can, and you know what? There won't be an issue. Huge issues. So you guys are probably all getting settled into college, moving days over, woohoo. Now it is your first week of class, which is the best week because you don't got to do shit. Celibus week. So we asked our Insta followers some of their syllabus stories. And to summarize all of the responses that we got, I have two um, answers from our followers. One of them. First day of classes, freshman year, I was so hungover. I threw up in class all over my desk. I switched professors that week. And then the next one, six hours of homework assigned the first night. Oh, and then actually we got one this morning. It, this is what it reads. I was at a frat party last night and cracked my head open and we don't know how. Oh, my God. Honestly, both of you have a shit ton of syllabus week is like all you do is Monday through Sunday. But you also have a shit ton of homework because professors don't give a fuck and they go from syllabus to lecture within the first two seconds. Our at um, University of the Arts for the dance majors, our first week back was basically, you know, syllabus week. But we had three days of auditions to be like casted and stuff for the semester. And they were literally hours long, all day long for three days straight. And I remember by the end of it, I was like, okay. Let's fucking make up for all the drinking that we couldn't do during the week. And we would go ham that first weekend. Uh And it actually like made it the Made in America Festival was always we would go the first week. Yeah. Back to school um, in Philly. And I feel like that was like the ultimate prize. I was like, yes, three days of auditions and then drink a drink a thon 5000 and Made in America. It was like the best basically the best syllabus week payoff um a little side note little fun fact molly and i got caked by steve aoki just wanted to put that out there at made in america oh a she cake literally landed we were front row he threw she cake up in the air landed right on our face tasted delicious anyway um syllabus week honestly use it to like get to know your university obviously but also that the city that you're in i went to temple university and it was in north philly and i you know reality check girl from fucking ocean city new jersey to north philadelphia um recognized that it was a lot different very quick i used to do this thing in high school actually i kind of still do it is like at parties i'll just leave all my friends randomly and go home that's a great idea not no it's terrible so i did it one that my it was syllabus week and we're at some frat house and i was like i guess too drunk i was like i'm gonna walk home back to the dorms so I leave the party. I don't tell my friends, which was stupid. Um, I'm leaving, walking, and a cop rolls up. I'm like, oh, God, I'm going to get an underage. Here we go. Just what I needed in my first week. But he was like, what are you doing? And I'm like walking back to my dorm. She's like, you can't be walking out here. Get in the car. I'll take you back. So I'm now I'm in the back of a North Philadelphia cop car. He's escorting me to the dorms. I get out of the dorms. There's like people outside of the dorms, like kids looking at me, probably think that I was just arrested, but... 
Yeah, no. nobody do what Taylor does. Yeah, don't do that. That is bad. Um, don't else? leave your friends. <laughs> don't leave your friends on solo this week. Be ratchet, I guess, but don't be too ratchet. Like, you don't want to make a bad reputation for yourself within the first week. You don't want to be labeled as, like, the freshman whore, you know? Or you might want to be labeled as that. <laughs> In what world? Maybe not. I don't know. Yeah. Don't, uh... You can black out. You can drink the jungle juice. You can go to the frat parties. You can dress ratchet. Um, speaking of dressing ratchet, knowing that we are talking about syllabus, syllabus week, I went back to my Facebook albums oh from God. freshman year. So what was I wearing? I was in a dark red lip and like <laughs> my hair was up to my, my ears Oh, God, it was so terrible. When Taylor and I were freshmen, that was like the year of the fucking 90s choker. <laughs> oh, God. And I wore that like one too many times. Yeah. Literally, like, my hair was corn yellow blonde. Yeah. The black choker. Mm-hmm. And then some, like, whack-ass outfit. Like, and some lip that I shouldn't have been wearing. And some, like, to- like some trashy outfit. Like, some black crop top and, like, jean shorts. Ugh. Yeah, it was... It was a time to be alive. It was so ugly. Yeah. So just continuing on for syllabus week, you might panic and be like, oh shit, is this the major for me? I'm hating my classes. But honestly, just take a breather. If you're really not feeling it, you can always change it. I changed. And a lot of, you know, like the school offices are like very willing to help you. Yeah. Um, just, you know, don't panic too much that things aren't working out the way that you planned because things are never really going to go according to plan and there's wiggle room. And the same goes, same goes for professors, like a tip. If like you get the vibe the first day or like first two days that you don't like this professor, go on ratemyprofessor.com. You guys probably all know about this, but if you don't now you do and search the, search the university and search the professor's name. See, they, people literally rate them. It's like Yelp review for professors. Like, they give them one out of five stars or whatever. And then you can literally keep the same class. Just find where it fits in your schedule with a different professor. It's super easy. Yeah, it's really helpful because you don't want to get stuck with an asshole. Yeah. Because they can and will screw you over. Exactly. Oh, another really important thing to do in the first week of classes is find that campus bathroom. Yeah, your favorite bathroom on campus is gonna be key i remember mine it was in the sack at temple (laughs) the student center and it was at the the bottom floor like all the way in the back like that's just how i remember it but you're gonna need it um because it's gonna be a saving grace for you when when you're walking to class or you're just you're you're on campus all day you gotta go to the bathroom you need a breather you want to get away from everyone you don't want to go you know and the bathroom with a gazillion stalls. You need your little secret hiding spot. You need your secret hiding spot and you need that poopery. You need that poopery with you. That's going to be your saving grace just as much as your new found beautiful bathroom. This episode of Off Campus is sponsored by Poopery. Don't get schooled by bathroom odor. Poopery transforms your bathroom experience by stopping bathroom odor before it begins. Everybody at Betches HQ loves poopery. I love poopery. I take it everywhere in college. When I went to go visit my guy friends at school, they live like actual pigs and the bathroom reeks. So they could have used the poopery because you spray it before you go. So your bathroom doesn't smell like shit. So I will definitely be shipping loads of poopery to my guy friend's house so they can actually get some girls and not scare them away when they come over and smell their bathroom. I'm telling you, you need poopery for your bathroom, whether you're in a dorm, an apartment, whether you're always on campus, a commuter, it saves lives. Spray before you go. You avoid any awkwardness of anyone smelling your shit. Because guess what? Girls are just as gross as guys. Get a free trial at www.poopery.com slash back to college or pick it up at your local Bed Bath & Beyond. One more time, www.poopouri.com slash back to college or pick it up at your local Bed Bath & Beyond. All right, so Taylor, how excited are you for Johnny and Nani? Oh, guys, we have Johnny Bananas and Nani Gonzalez from MTV's The Challenge 
on this episode, I am freaking out because I'm literally obsessed with Johnny Bananas. So hot. Okay, so when we come back, we have Johnny Bananas and Nani Gonzalez. Everyone knows that one sorority sister that loves to play matchmaker or the roommate that swears if she was you, she could pick up dates left and right. Now it's time to have them put up or shut up. That's why Betches launched SHIP. That's S-H-I-P. Like relationships, friendships, situationships, the new dating app from Betches that lets you find matches with your friends. So imagine your friends, family, whoever is in your crew can play their own version of Matchmaker and swipe online for you. They can even send out messages on your behalf so you can enjoy your life and all the frat parties you can handle why everyone else in your life manages your dating. It's like when celebs let their publicists set them up on dates, but the free version and minus Sean Mendez. Here's how it works. If you're single, you sign up and you invite some friends who can help you find matches. If you're in a relationship but want to set up a friend, you can sign up and invite the friend you want to match for. Then it creates this chat room so you and your friends can view profiles together and you can help your friends out with pickup lines. We actually have a friend that was recently ghosted by someone she was seeing. So we got her on ship. We're in her crew. We swipe left and right. It's so much fun. She's having fun. She's been on a few dates and things are going. It's a great time. And honestly, dating is a literal ship show. Might as well enjoy it with all of your friends. Finding a date is more fun when you do it with friends. Download the ship dating app at Betches.co slash ship. That's Betches.co slash S-H-I-P ship to start finding matches today. Welcome back to Off Campus. I am so excited that we have our first ever guests on the podcast. The one, the only, Johnny Bananas and my favorite challenge contestant nani gonzalez wow i'm not your i'm sorry you're close second close second (laughs) but i mean can you can you hear me eating goldfish on the microphone (laughs) guys we have not that we have not been fed all day so i came in and the betches people what did we give you goldfish and and wine and effervescent (laughs) white wine at noon i mean and what does effervescent mean effervescent means not like fizzy but It's not still. It's not still. It's in between still and fizzy. Sparkling water. No. that's Those are bubbles. That's bubbly. That's not fizzy. <laughs> Club soda is fizzy. Yeah. Picture not still, but not fizzy. It's in there somewhere. It's effervescent. Effervescent. Wow, yeah. I got it right that time. Okay. Effervescent. But that's the first time I've ever Good even try. heard of that. So. Good try. You learn something new every day with Johnny, right? Every day. As you guys probably know, they are on MTV's The Challenge, War of the Worlds 2 right now that premiered yesterday. And before we get into that, I have like a side note story, Johnny. You were at the office, what, like four months ago? Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Yep. For, yeah. Before World of Worlds. And I like huge fan took a picture with you. I didn't have this podcast then. Uploaded to my Instagram. The caption was "Future Mister and Mrs. Jo- uh, Johnny Bananas." I remember that. Comment what your our wedding hashtag should be. And someone commented hashtag one banana for life. So <laughs> Ooh, I like when that. you're ready to pop the question, I like that. We, we got that all figured out. We don't got to go through the drama trying to find a wedding hashtag. No, but go. we also have our save the date picture too. Exactly. So we've already got an out. And we're already <laughs> sharing our first glass of wine we're together. We're sharing our first glass of wine. Um, so we're basically married. Yeah. I mean, so where does that it, leave this me, guys? Guy, <laughs> listen, listen. I told you you're my favorite contestant. Thank listen, you, listen, this guy kind of looks like a like a pastor over here. It could okay, work. I could see it. You know, <laughs> it could work. Nani could be the uh, the witness. The, the, the witness. Yeah. I'll do that. Your maid of honor. Perfect. Right. <laughs> Just met, but it works. Yeah, I might have to steal John. Or your hands you. Every once I mean, in a while. Either. If you're okay with that. That's fine. All right. I know you guys have history, so we'll get into that. I'm obviously. okay. Listen, guys, I'm totally okay with this arrangement. Okay. Naturally. Perfect. I think this I think this polygamy thing works. Okay. Good. All right. Big fan. So I watched the episode last night, obviously, and I just want to hear from you guys. What are we going to expect this season? What's what's so different about World? Uh, War of the Worlds one, like oh. the first one. That is a uh, that is a very open ended question, but yes. I think me and Nani can unpack that. Nani, why don't you go ahead? Yeah, um, honestly, this season is just pure chaos. I mean, you can compare that to every other season, obviously, but um, this season was just very, very different. You know, we're thrown into a game, and 
we're on a team of USA and we're all supposed to be like this great, happy family. But in reality, it's the exact opposite. We all know that. Um, for me, walking into it, I was like super excited because, you know, I've never won first place before. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at everybody on my team and I'm like looking at champions, people who've, who've been, you know, at first place many times. Multiple times, yeah. And so for me, I'm like, all right, this is great. Like I have awesome competitors on my team. Like this is a good chance. Like I know we'll be winning. There's a good chance I can get to a final and win this. So yeah. I was excited, obviously, but then I'm also looking at these people and I'm like, oh, I don't trust you. <laughs> I don't yeah. even really like you. Yeah. So this will be very interesting to see how it plays is out. Is that how you felt when you looked at me? Yeah. <laughs> Never, Johnny. Aww. Never. Yeah, Thanks. watching the show, like... I'm Thanks, second wife. Like, <laughs> second wife. Like, being not, like, physically on the show, watching it, it's crazy that yeah. people are just playing each other, and, like, Wes is the number one snake, I'll say it. Of course. He I'll is. say it, too. He, I mean, yeah, you're not you're not saying anything that everybody else has not said. Uh, going back to your last um, question, uh, what to expect. Yeah. And, again, to piggyback off what Nani was just saying, when the, the, the format's kind of deceiving, right? Because it's... UK versus US. Mm-hmm. That's only half that that's really only half the story though because the bigger story is it's it's because of the twist that TJ throws in which is you are not you can also vote in someone from your own team. Yeah. So what that ends up doing is then that ends up creating into rivalries on your own squad mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because not only do you not have to look out for the other team but you also have to start looking out for people within your own squad. So exactly. it's a numbers game. Yeah. The, the, the team ones always are. So not only are you counting numbers on the other side, like how many people do I have over there so I don't get voted in, you start then counting numbers on your own team Yeah. because I could potentially get thrown in by my own team. So mm-hmm. it's almost like it, it, it just multiplies the stress factor mm-hmm. exponentially. Um, and yeah, I mean, dude, it, it's... Trust me when I tell you that that twist put in there, I think... When TJ said that to us, the Brits who don't really know how to play the game, they're like, why are we going to throw our own team in? The Americans are like, Wait, what? We Wait, who goes first? Yeah, you're like, who goes first? You mean I could throw in West tomorrow? Like, right. Yeah. Yeah, um, but it's it's a crazy feeling of anxiety because, you know, you can win. We can win the challenge. That's fine. But, you know, we're never safe. So it yeah. doesn't yeah. matter if you win, you lose, or anything. Like, there's potential that you could be getting voted in. You're always watching your own back. Always. So, like, essentially, yeah, you're on a team, but it's kind of like a solo mission. 100%. It's not a team. It's not Listen, a team. I said no. that, I, and I say that really quick. Let's Let's stop. Let's stop with the uh, with with the charade here, people. Mm-hmm. We're not working together. There's a clear divide, and you'll see it, it becomes crystal clear. Quick, where the line is drawn on our in, in, on our team, who's on what side, who's working against who, and it's like, let's just call a spade a spade. We yeah. are not a team. We're a tank of sharks, yep. and we're all gonna try and kill each other. I think that became very obvious in the first episode. What is the deal with CT? So what, what what's the logic? Okay, I was shocked. A lot of yes. people you know are looking at us like why why would you ever not choose CT? He's an American. Like you guys have known each other, you're friends. Why wouldn't you choose him to be on your team? Mm-hmm. And the real reason is because uh, listen, there's a few reasons. One, okay, again going back to the analogy I just made, the Shark Tank analogy. Everyone on the uh, on on Team US, we know how to play the game. Mm-hmm. We have what f- sixteen combined championships on our team. Okay, mm-hmm. like we are. We're the dream team, essentially. Mm-hmm. We didn't get there because we don't know how to play the game. We know how to be man- conniving, backstabbing, manipulative. Strategic. We are, es- mm-hmm. we are essentially the most strategically manipulating, conniving, cutthroat group ever assembled. We're like the yeah. Avengers yeah. at this point, right? <laughs> of MTV. Yeah. <laughs> so we've got a squad. Do we need the Hulk coming in too? Like, it's like, it's almost like, listen, we've got enough problems as it is. Yeah. CT knows how to play the game and he is the most, he is arguably one of the greatest, greatest players to ever play the game, not just physically, but mentally. Yeah. And it's like, we've got enough problems. Do we need that as well? Let's put him on the UK side. Not only can we use him for Intel, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Like kind of like a Benedict Arnold, mm-hmm. like we're going to have a mole yeah, on this yeah, side. Yeah. He's going to feed us info, but also, He's a disruptive force, and yeah. maybe he could weaken that team from the inside. And uh, you know, plus, I mean, dude, we're we're looking at it like, why didn't you pick CT? But why wouldn't we? Pick There's Turbo? this guy named Turbo, right. yes, who's yeah. a fucking machine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and it's him. like you know, <laughs> and again, and and I think also the difference is CT's a gamer, right? He knows how to play the game. He knows mm-hmm. how to play the strategic game. He knows how to play the mind game. Yeah. Turbo doesn't really know the game that well yet the manipulative part so turbo just kind of plays straight up yeah turbo so, knows how to compete yeah. okay. and that's what we needed so another I've, strong player so yeah. i felt like 
between the two, it's like we're gonna have CT that it's like great competitor. Yeah. But is he's gonna be playing the game? Turbo, great competitor, and he's gonna play straight up. You could kind of take him at face value. Yeah. So do you do you think that CT knows that you guys are thinking this way? I'm sure at the time CT was like, "What is going on? How could they not choose me?" Of course, but I'm you know afterwards, and I'm sure they're never going to air this. But you know, every single one of us explained to him the reason behind choosing Turbo. If the roles were reversed. And I was up on that platform. <laughs> Would you be right over into UK? Trust me. Well, first of all, yeah. I, like, I don't want to be on the, I, I want to go on the UK team, but I wouldn't oh, expect them to pick me for the same reason. Yeah. Because because that's the thing is 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 you're 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 essentially it's like subtraction by addition mm-hmm. in a way, you know? Yeah. Um, you add another person. Yeah, they might Who knows be strong. What they're doing. Yeah. But like I said, because of the we can kill each other off from the inside, it's like, dude, do we do we need We've already assembled a team of cutthroat savages. Do we need another one? Nope. Yeah, yeah. No. It would just be something else to worry about. Worry, worry about. about. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Who's the strongest UK player, do you think? Wow. I would, I honestly. Overall. Overall. Mm-hmm. It's tough to Mental, say. Mental, physical. Uh, it, it's tough to say because the thing is, Joss, when it comes to physical, physically, is a oh, force. Yeah. Mentally, the guy doesn't have two brain cells to rub <laughs> together. So yeah. when it comes to like strategy, when it comes to like. Playing the game. The guy is dumb as a fucking box of rocks. And now dude. he's blonde, so. And now he's blonde, <laughs> which makes it even worse. Yeah, it's, it's it's, you're not doing yourself any favors. So so physically he is, I think when you look at a guy like Bear, a guy like Theo, they're mm-hmm. kind of like the complete package where it's like, Theo's a goddamn Olympian. Yeah. Right? The guy walks in, I'm like, how is this How is this, how is this fair? Yeah. So I'm competing against an Olympic uh, sprinter now. This is great. Um but uh, but he also has the the charisma. He has the personality. He has the the ability to kind of like be charming and get people to do what he wants. So and like, he you know has experience. I guess you could say yeah. in regards to that entire team, they're all rookies basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So granted, you know Theo's done one challenge, but you know in the grand scheme of things, he's the one that's the most experienced. Their biggest weakness is going to hold them back is just lack of experience. Yeah, that, that, yeah. It, plain and simple. Well, I could, I noticed that when everyone wasn't introducing themselves, they're like, I guess like I'm considered like a rookie, yeah. like on the UK team. It's like, well, you are yeah. because uh, yeah. you've never done any of this. Yeah, and having so you both. UK and USA live under this. You guys are all in the same house. Yep. How does this complicate things? Like with the relationships that people start forming, like rom- romantically, but just in general. Well, no, it makes it makes Nani's life way easier because she doesn't have to go very far to hop into another <laughs> guy's know bed. What, Johnny? <laughs> okay. She just has to go all one right. room over. Let her defend to, like, herself. Let her talk. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna let him go off. Of it. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'll listen. No, I'll but listen. she said, "How's make difficult?" I'm like, it actually makes uh, Nani's life a little bit easier. <laughs> Okay, for the record, <laughs> I have not hopped into anybody's bed. Good. <laughs> Wouldn't but, judge you if you did. Anyway. Right, exactly. Um, I mean... The future is female, Nani. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> mm-hmm. We're here at Betches, okay? Listen. This is... We're all about women's empowerment here. Uh-huh. Nani, you... Listen... You're you're you are a woman. Here you roar. You know what? Okay. I forgot the question already. Yeah. <laughs> Just like in general, like you have all of these. Now you're like you're around these people twenty four seven. How does that make it difficult when you're competing for something like physically out there? Um, I mean, whether it's UK or US, it's still going to be difficult. You yeah, know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, but for me, honestly, I spent more time with UK than I did US. So oh. if anything, I was enjoying my time having the UK there. So yeah, uh, I mean, how does it make it difficult? Um, you're basically... Here's the thing. At this point in the game, I've done the, enough of these. If you've seen the movie The Matrix, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm like Neo in The Matrix now. Mm-hmm. We're like... You know when you can like see him read the matrix as I was like these green numbers falling down mm-hmm. and everyone else looks like gibberish but he they can read it like that's how I feel about the challenge house and I literally can read a house so well now and I can see who's working with who and what the dynamics are and the sociology and the strategy and this and that so for me it's exhausting yeah because I'm so aware of everything that's going on yeah it's like this constant like tap dance to have to do where there's other people in the house that it's like they're oblivious mm-hmm. yeah. there was a few people on the UK side that literally when I was like Okay, so what's going on? They're like, we don't know. I'm like, well, who are you working with? Uh, I don't know. Oh, well, what about these two? Yeah. Are they working? Together? I'm like, are you fucking blind? Okay. And you, you can see everything. So, and, and, and so yep. exactly. So, so, so that's what makes, at least in, in, in my life difficult, is just, it's like this constant, like, balancing act. You yeah. know what I mean? Especially with someone like me. I come in day one and it's like, 
I got everyone against me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like I'm like watching my back. I constantly. feel like that's how it is every season now. It is always. Yeah. Everyone's after you. Yeah, that must give you a lot of anxiety. It does. He but handles it, does it. it well. Yeah. Listen, I. In a way, it's like I'm a victim of my own success in yeah. a way, mm-hmm. and. I get it. Like if 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 I wasn't me, and if I saw me come into a house, I'm like, I don't want this fucking guy to win again. Yeah. So like, you're aware. Share the share the wealth. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess, but then would you? Why wouldn't people target West right off the back? Because if, West, you know what I mean. Because West is full of hot air and freckles. I feel like he just talks to talk. He does. One hundred percent. I couldn't. It's called false bravado. Okay. West oh, is a the new most. Word. The, oh yeah. Bravado. He is eff- He's full of effervescence. <laughs> false bravado. Listen. Wes is, there's this thing in psychology called delusions of grandeur, all right? <laughs> Wes, when Wes looks in the mirror, he doesn't see a, 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 a four foot tall, ugly, freckly ginger. <laughs> he sees like, I don't know, like Gaston from Beauty and the Beast, you know? And it's like, Wes, like, but he on, in his head thinks that's what he, he really is. That's and his that's reality. The way he, he talks, that's the way he presents himself. Um, Confidence, you know? Got yeah. it. Yeah. It's crazy. So I have a question. Nani, is yeah. Johnny a good roommate? Um, listen, I lived with Johnny actually for what, two weeks? Yeah. In a condo. Mm-hmm. Where? On the beach LA? in Panama when we filmed uh, X's too. Oh, and he and eliminated. I, yeah, we got eliminated, went into the exile <gasps> house. We moved in and everybody thought that we were like so miserable and literally we had the best, the best time, time of our lives. Yeah, we had, we had a maid. We spent half the season in this beautiful house living on a beach. We cooked dinner every <gasps> night. We woke dinner. up. We Who was cooking out. dinner? So he cooked, I cleaned. Yeah. I would do it his laundry. Like, divide and conquer. Listen, it we had the best setup ever. Right, Johnny? It literally was like after a while I was like are we are we married, are we married? Wait, this is you're like checking me <laughs> yeah, yeah. we end up going home and I'm like wait I, I miss him <laughs> no, we're, can you cook for me we're, no, seriously we're there and it was like we just like fell into our own roles I'm like I like to cook she's like I hate to cook she's like I like to clean I'm like I hate to clean it's like this is fucking perfect I literally be like outside a dream world. Yeah. we had like a pool so I'd be outside like whatever tanning and you know barbecuing I'd come back in all my laundry would be done <laughs> folded up placed on my bed yeah. in drawers I'm like this sounds like heaven yes, I always wanted to know what was happening in like the exile houses oh it was this was a fabulous diff- this was a different exile house because this was the first time they did it and th- it was basically just us living on our own yeah it was. and it was a huge secret drinking Nobody knew that eating we were tanning just yeah oh my god living it was vacation yeah, without the drama yeah without the drama yep. without all the people and we just we had the time of our lives and yeah. it's so funny because looking back on it you know we we were the lucky ones 100% everyone thought like oh they they got eliminated yeah. oh they had to do <sighs> exile eliminations when in reality like the eliminations were not that tough yeah and we just got to hang out all day and party that's literally amazing and shower and shower. <laughs> <laughs> did you guys speaking of that did you guys continue the relationship what? after that it, no honestly we just became very no. good friends on that yeah. season really it's good like friends living I think with strength- your best friend yeah it strengthened our relationship a lot we played a lot of xbox Oh my oh. god, yeah. Johnny didn't realize how good I am at video games. <laughs> but uh, Grand Theft Auto. That's yeah. the best one. Yeah. I love my I used to play like sneak it because my brothers my older brothers would have it and I'd be in like fifth grade and my mom'd be like, Taylor, what are you doing? And I'd be like, nothing. I'm like playing Grand Theft Auto. Like you shouldn't be doing Believe that. it or not, Nani is actually a better driver in Grand Theft Auto <laughs> than she is in real life. Listen, I think I've been in a car with Nani. I think she ran over more pedestrians Whatever. in a car than she did I'm on Grand Theft Auto. I'm not that bad, but I'm, I'm not great. I'm not going <laughs> well, that sounds like a very good roommate situation, yes. which takes us to our next little segment that we do on Off Campus called Disaster Roommate. So I have our Instagram followers. I put up a poll like, what's your disaster roommate story? And they answer. And you get so many because in college like everybody has a disaster roommate so yeah. I'm sure you guys could like oh, yeah. rattle them off so I picked like the top four from this week they're just little blurbs okay. so I'll read them all and then we're gonna rank them okay are First we gonna one. comment on them oh, or we're just gonna... oh of course okay. comment because they're a little out no. there <laughs> out there she peed on my toothbrush what <laughs> First of all, on ex- purpose excuse me she peed on my toothbrush. That's like, a, I think that's like assault. That's just <laughs> disgusting. Who raised you? Also, <clears throat> how, my question is, how did the girl whose no. toothbrush it was find out? Yeah. Right. Did yeah. she catch her in the act or like? Or did the girl like have asparagus? So like it like. Smelled? Like she actually like was like, this smells <laughs> like asparagus pee. Yeah. 
And why? What in, like out of what ill intent? Oh, like right. what is she doing? The girl must have like either slept with the boyfriend oh, yeah, or dude. something. She must like have done that. something, something bad to wow. deserve that. Pissed on a toothbrush. Yeah, so uh, listen, I don't even know if you need to read the other. I know thing. that's pretty intense. Unless it's like <laughs> shove okay. their toothbrush up my ass. Like, I, know, I don't know right. how much worse <laughs> it can get. <laughs> Okay, the next one. Shoved my toothbrush up my ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay. One and two. Yeah. She kept her ferret, her pet ferret, under the bed. Okay. <laughs> this good. is bad, and I'll tell you why. I don't know if anyone's ever here had, had had any close encounters with a ferret, and I guess this makes me sound weird for... I have, I have. Okay. They stink. They're disgusting. They have this, like, this musk gland mm-hmm. that they, like, excrete this, like, pheromone or whatever the fuck it is, like... They smell so bad. Mm-hmm. So the fact that this girl kept a ferret indoors. Under the bed. Under a bed. Like, did this girl bring guys home? Like, I could if, right. if, I, walked into, if I walked into a girl's bedroom and there was a ferret in there, I'd be like, Ew. I'm... Yeah, out of here. Like, was it just, like, peeking its head out? Like, I'd be like, no. Just the oh smell alone. The smell alone. I'm send like, me over the edge. You got a bottle of Febreze or something? Yeah. So we have that. Both very, like, not cleanly situations going on. Oh. Oh God! <laughs> she threw up in a box in September, and then I found it in May under her bed. Wow, these are all really disgusting. <laughs> these are all real, like facts. Yeah, I have receipts. First of all, it actually <laughs> makes me question the people. Question. It makes me question the people that moved in with these people. Yeah, like, there's no red flags. Sometimes it's random, though. Okay, yeah. but it doesn't matter. I'm just saying, like, okay, so the the, the ferret girl, like, <laughs> the did she ferret girl. Uh, ferret girl. <laughs> did she acquire this ferret after you guys moved in, or she brings this into the house? Right. Because because if I'm moving in and I see a roommate bringing in a ferret, I'm like, <laughs> this is a deal I'm stopping breaker. you at the door. <laughs> sure. yeah, this was not in the Craigslist ad, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but the, and then the other girl puking in a box, and like, then putting it under her bed, and the roommate found it under her bed. But My, here's the thing, though. How do you not smell that? But here's the thing. All the other two were like things that your roommate did and you found or you smelled or whatever mm-hmm. but the other one was a toothbrush your toothbrush that somebody had peed on mm-hmm. so i'm sorry that that that's still, takes still the cake winning right now. okay yeah, yeah. well there's one more Uh-oh. it's a little different it's not as gross it's just okay she slept with every guy i dated while i was living with her oh no she'd be dead is this jenna's cousin <laughs> that's, that's is that's her me. name brianna <laughs> jenna's cousin <laughs> Yeah, yep, so she'd be dead. Mm-mm. Every guy I dated while living with her. So it was probably like some sneaky situation. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Okay. All right. Here's the deal. Mm-hmm. Put myself in the other position. If I had a roommate that was sleeping with all my girlfriends, <laughs> I'll brush my teeth with piss before I deal with that. Yeah. That, that's that's more drama. That's just, I think, that's emotionally more traumatizing. That's true. Very true. You gotta look at like what are the lasting effects here. If I brush my teeth with, with if I brush my teeth with someone who urinated on my toothbrush, it's like all right. Well, they say you could drink pee in like a survival situation. You're right. Yeah. So, but imagine like brushing. Oh, your I teeth. get it. But you know what? Toothpaste like the toothpaste you have these days is pretty like with the fluoride and stuff. Like I think <laughs> it it probably <laughs> neutralizes the situation. Are you interested in trying this? I know. Right? Right? <laughs> no, I'm just trying to rationalize it. I'm just saying if I had to choose, if 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 you gave me two options, right? Because mm-hmm. I think we agree those are the two worst. Yes. You gave me two options. Either brush your teeth with a toothbrush that's been peed on or have your best friend have slept with every single girl while you were living with them. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to let you pee on my toothbrush. I'm yeah. taking a toothbrush. Yeah. I'm so, taking a toothbrush. Because the other one is going to you it's, know, result in me going to prison for murder. So yes. <laughs> you can pee on my toothbrush all you what want, I'm girl. Saying is that the, 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 the difference is the toothbrush is like, this person's fucked up. Yeah. But then if your girlfriends or boyfriends are sleeping with other people while they're with you, then it's like, what's wrong with me? Yeah, well, well exactly. Yeah. Now, like, everyone in your life, you're like, now you feel, like, betrayed. You right. question That's everything. That's emotionally mm-hmm. distracting for sure. Yeah. So last week... my real mom? <laughs> <laughs> so So we picked the... She slept with every guy I dated while I was living with her. Let's see if it tops last week. So last week's winner was... She tried to push my mom down the steps. Fucked up. <sighs> what? Yes. Fucked up. Yeah. That's a whole nother level. It is, because here's the thing. Why? Like, a boyfriend, yeah. you can get rid of whatever it is, what it is. Your a mother? friend, whatever. Well, but your mother, you touch my mom, it's game over. Exactly. Yeah. Me too. Don't touch my mom. Yeah. So that one's still winning. Aww. Only I can touch my mom. <laughs> <laughs> your mom is so cute. <laughs> my mom is cute. Um, she'd be happy to hear that. Um, love your mom. <laughs> if she's listening. She's, <laughs> I will make sure she does. Mama Bananas. Okay, perfect. Is actually going through a, she, she, she's going through a life-changing experience right now. She's actually moving from L.A., to uh, Cleveland, so good luck, oh, mom. Oh, wow. Her family. Oh, so, okay. But I'm gonna miss her because that's where I'm, Vinny's from, right? 
I'm gonna miss her though because I'm gonna be the lone survivor in California. She's she's leaving. So. I just came back, and I'm a mama's yet. boy. So yeah. yeah, you're gonna have to adjust just as much as she's going. You're gonna have to find somebody else to do your laundry for you, Johnny. <laughs> I am. <laughs> yep. Google it. Google it. <laughs> so speaking of roommates, who was the worst roommate out of all the? Se- Wait, how many seasons have you been on? Uh, nineteen. How many have you been Eight. In? Wow. Okay. Still, yeah. like, a lot. We have a lot of That's experience. Lot. <laughs> you have a lot of experience with a lot of different people living under the same roof as them. What was the worst? Who was the worst roommate on the challenge? Even this season. Past season. So, okay. For me, looking back on it, I'm very selective with who I room with. Um, so, in, like, past seasons, the first six that I did, I was I always roomed with my friends. And I feel like when it's your friend and somebody you actually like, like, it, it, they can do stupid shit and you're just kind of like okay yeah but for me i took three years off and then i went back last season on war of the worlds and i ended up rooming with Kara and polly yes and um you know aside from how i really feel about them as mm-hmm. far as roommates go mm-hmm. um Kara was the worst roommate ever really horrible dirty A- like messy yes and she snored so i never oh. slept i never slept and if i did sleep i was sleeping in the living room um with the lights on <gasps> all night long no. and it was just like the worst like the worst situation ever um but that's just snoring you know what i yeah. mean like i it, it could be worse but still yeah kyle hands down oh he's filthy <gasps> the most disgusting he, he, had, he literally had an ant farm he had an ant farm being. in his bed like as pets here's the problem i blame they, they might as well have been as pets honestly <laughs> I blame, because i blame his lovely mother miss christie and here's why i've never met a guy who's who's babied more than this guy is okay oh, yeah. he comes oh, on the yeah. challenge he comes on the challenge and I think he's just so used to having everything done for him. Mm-hmm. It's like he doesn't pick up. He, so we're, we're in bunk beds. Yeah. Right. Because oh, yeah, we're infants. Um, yeah. And me and him have shared a bunk we're bed for inmates. like three seasons <laughs> in a row. Actually, the first season that we roomed together, we were on two separate bunks. So Kyle would have a bag of candy next to his bed Ew. and a can of soda. <gasps> a can? A, More like 12 multiple cans. cans. And he'll wake empty. up every night. He'll eat candy and just chug soda <gasps> in the middle of the night. But then what he does, he leaves... All of it, he'll spill soda in his bed. He'll leave candy and crumbs and whatever in the bed. So by about week two. There's an ant farm growing in his there bed. There are ants Ew. everywhere. He's, then oh. it's like he can't just consolidate his mess to like his closet area. Yeah. He'll, when he gets in bed, he'll literally just drop all his clothes right on the floor, climb up the ladder and get into <laughs> no. bed. That's true. So now, <laughs> our, so now we've got ants and then his whole dirty laundry pile like surrounding <laughs> the bed. It's so, that's disgusting. So that's, I looked, I've filth. looked in his bed before. I'm like, Kyle, your pillows and sheets are brown. What? What? You have ants in your bed. <laughs> You're literally sleeping well, with even, a family of ants. Right. But what's more crazy is the fact that he actually gets girls in his bed yeah. and will hook up with them. It's like, what girl is getting in that bed? In that bed. I'm sorry. I the, guess they the don't. Ants, know. It's cool though because the ants and the crabs they get along very well. Yeah, you know, they become like <laughs> they become roommates. <laughs> they become roommates just like everybody else. Okay, thank you guys so much for being the first ever guest. I couldn't ask for two better guests. Thank you. And everybody, please tune in every Wednesday for MTV's The Challenge, War of the Worlds 2. To see these two hopefully win. Thank you for having us. Of course. Yeah, yes, hopefully. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. (laughs) I see she was crossing her fingers when she said that. I was. It's a true fan, true friend, true wife. And I just want to say thanks for bringing us on as your first guest. Thank you for the effervescent wine and the goldfish. Of course. Yeah, sister wives for life, girl. Sister wives for life. (laughs) So that was kind of like the best interview of my life. Yeah, they're they're amazing. I'm obs- I was starstruck. I, I'm literally obsessed with Johnny Bananas. Call me Taylor Bananas. Okay. <laughs> anyway, we're gonna come back with a little game. Woohoo! Where I quiz Molly or vice versa. But today I'm gonna quiz Molly. It's this or that. So the structure is kind of like obvious. I'm gonna give like a subject to the game and then I'm gonna name a- name a university. Is it this one or is it that one? Okay. This week. It is which school has the higher higher amount of STDs? Oh God! <laughs> Ready? Ah! These these are facts. Okay, straight facts. <laughs> University of Miami or Arizona State University? Arizona State, and I'm saying this because they got those hot tubs, those pool parties. I mean, Miami does too, but I feel like Arizona is like the weather is hotter, and I feel like. Nasty shit would be going down in those pools. Yeah, but Miami, really? No, I'm saying ASU. Are you sure? Yes. Come on, the U. I'm saying ASU. <laughs> and you're right. 
ASU. ASU, I guess it makes sense. Point for me. Point for you. All right, next. University of Michigan or Ohio State? That's a hard one. Hmm. Gonna go with Michigan. Don't they have like a big football team or something? They both do, though. I'm thinking Michigan. Why? I don't know. I actually don't know. I'm just going to I'm just going to go with Michigan. You're going to free ball it and say Michi. Yeah. Wrong. Ohio State. Those no. Buckeyes are getting buck wild in the bedroom. <laughs> oh my god. Ew. <laughs> I'm sick. Buck wild. Okay, next one. Oh, I love this one. Yale or Harvard. <laughs> oh god. Hmm. I feel like some nasty shit's going down in the library at Harvard. Wrong. Really? Yale, baby. Oh, my God. I feel like they, like, I feel like a lot of crap goes down at both schools, but, like, they are just, like, nerds who fuck. Like, hashtag, hashtag nerds who fuck. nerds who fuck. I'm telling you, I believe that, like, the smart, all these smart people in, like, the Ivy Leagues are freaks. Oh, yeah, I would imagine freaks so. Freaks in the sheets. I wouldn't doubt it. In the library stacks. Don't they call those, like, the book stacks? They're what? getting groovy with it. Oh, <laughs> getting groovy with it. Okay. All right. And the last one. University of Pittsburgh or West Virginia University, baby? <laughs> they're both so ratchet. And they're kind of... Is Pittsburgh ratchet? Pittsburgh in itself. Sorry, Pittsburgh is, <laughs> to me, just ratchet. But University of Pitt. Is it ratchet? I don't know. Yeah. And they're not far from one another. But I'm obviously going to go with West Virginia University because... I visited, and the shit that you see there, you can't unsay. Is it a cesspool? Yeah, but it's kind of like a fun cesspool. Oh, I kind of want to go. Hey, West Virginia <gasps> University, can we come for Halloween? Oh, guys, please invite us to Halloween. Please, West, any of you anybody. WVUs, <laughs> like, just put us up in your room. We'll be a good time. But anyway, back. So you said Yeah, WVU. I'm saying West, West Virginia for uh, the STDs. I felt confident that it was that, too, but wrong. Pit. Really? So Pitt is putting on a good show that they're clean. Nah, not quite. Apparently not. Not the case. So this leads us into ranking the universities all over the country with the highest amount of STDs. This is statistics, people. Number one coming in at ASU. Congrats, ASU. Claps. Okay, we all kind of maybe figured that. (laughs) Number two, (laughs) University of Iowa. What the hell? I don't don't even know where that is. I was just going to say, I don't even know where. If you showed me a map, couldn't point to where Iowa was. But you guys. They get freaky in the cornfields, eh? (laughs) They get freaky in the cornfields. Okay, third, Florida State University. Okay. Florida, Florida. I could. Florida's slutty. Slutty now. I I kind of expected to see a Florida school in here for some reason. Sorry if that offends anyone. Number four, (laughs) University of Alabama. Roll Tide, baby. That makes sense. Yeah, because everyone's fucking their brothers and sisters. (laughs) (laughs) We just did the search for them. Okay. And five, Auburn University. I don't even know what state that's in. I don't either. I'm sorry, Auburn. But congrats, you made top five. Auburn. I know that they have a... A big football thing. So, well, congrats, Auburn. So that's your top five STD schools, everybody. Oh God, stay safe. Wear a condom. Stay safe. Wear a condom. Get checked. Get checked. Also, STDs are normal, so don't feel weird if you have one. Everybody gets one. Okay. (laughs) God. They were talking about. Don't worry if you have an STD. Now we're going into our advice segment called Washed Up. Because we are. We are washed up. This is just advice unprofessional advice but the honest advice coming from you know your own peers like us we, we get it coming from two idiots <laughs> two idiots with three brain cells put together <laughs> okay. okay so we have someone that needs some advice and they said found out that my nemesis slash high school bully has the room next door to me in the dorm rooms what what do i do oh god so they moved in and by some chance, the next door neighbor is, is the bully, bully from high school. What do you do? Because you're going to see each other when like your RA does those like floor building things. You know what I mean? Team building stuff. Yeah. Or you're just going to see them going in and out of your rooms. I or would you're going to run into them at the bathroom. Awkward. Right. I would say to just maybe just ignore the best that you can. And if it really becomes a problem talk to your ra yeah 
I mean, you won't really be a tattletale if this person's really bothering you that bad. If they're going to continue to bully yeah, you. Yeah, if they're continuing, you know, the harassment, talk to your RA. Maybe you could get a, another room situation figured out. Um, but, like, if you true. go to your RA for help, they're most likely going to help you and put an end to this. Mediate the situation. Yeah, I was either going to say um, ignore it until it becomes a problem if it does or confront the person be like hey like this is what we're where we're at right now but like if you're a high school bully and you're Fuck continuing you. it you are in college you're like you probably have a problem yeah you have a problem and get over it you're in college and you know what karma's gonna get you and you're gonna get bullied true okay Speaking of bullies, kind of a fuckboy is kind of the same thing as a bully, don't you think? <laughs> it's yeah, our pretty much the same. Fuckboy moment of the week. This is the douche. Molly's going to read this one for you. Straight from off-campus Instagram, we have a nice little story from Jordan from Georgia Tech. It starts out with, Little Ricky, in parentheses, <laughs> Latino, looked just like Ricky Ricardo and didn't quite measure up. We were the only two of our group left on campus for the summer. I was an RA, so I had my own apartment. He randomly wants to start coming over. He would bring gifts, booze. Started, we started fooling around. I was nervous, so it took me a few tries, but not before he said he wouldn't do it unless I went on birth control. So I did. And after we finally had sex, he asks... How do you feel? You know, wait, what? This is a whole thing he says. How do you feel? You know now that I've conquered your virginity. After that, he never came over again. And I found out he had a girlfriend who was just gone for the summer. Wait, I'm confused. This is what he, okay, so they had sex. And then he says to her, how do you feel? You know, now that I've conquered your virginity. Oh, are you joking? Conquered. This guy sounded like he was on a mission just to conquer all the virginities in the in the vicinity. Little Ricky. Little Ricky is trying to conquer for everyone beware of little Ricky. Or yeah, else he's gonna Georgia, conquer your virginity. Georgia Tech, look out for little Ricky. He's out here thinking he's swiping B cards and feeling pretty good about it, but little Ricky, you ain't shit. Also, girl, you don't need little Ricky. You don't need any of that. And also, if someone told me after they I had sex with them for the first time that, how do you feel now that I conquered your virginity? I'd be like, you have a small dick or something like that. And also, <laughs> why did you go on birth control for him? Yeah, no. For Use this, a goddamn condom. For this man that had a girlfriend all summer. That's nasty. And never, people out there, don't ever, you know, feel pressured to do anything just because consent baby someone wants to have sex with you oh go on birth control so no like no say no or it, use other first of all that messes with your body yeah and you're not gonna do, just you're don't young. be doing that for little ricky you're young just slap a condom on it and call it a day no. and <laughs> now you gotta ghost this guy because now you're no he ghosted her but ghost them anyway he might come back in your life oh god he seems like that type of guy yikes anyway guys for everything that we've talked about either you have a disaster roommate story um, a syllabus week story that you think we need to hear, some questions you have for us, or obviously the fuckboy moment of the week. You got those receipts. Please email offcampus at betches.com or DM us on Insta, however you please. Guys, this segment, I have a lot to say about this one, but I want Molly to introduce it because she does it the best and I sound like a fool. Zang, zaddy. So you all know who our Zang Zaddy was last week, right? If you didn't and you're not caught up on the tea, our Zang Zaddy was the one, the only Tyler C. Guys, he came into the office yesterday and I was wet. (laughs) Fucking jit. I didn't, we didn't (laughs) even make him the Zang Zaddy knowing that he was coming into the office. Like we, we found out when we were in LA this weekend and I, me and Molly were like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. And guess who missed it? Guess who missed Tyler C in the flesh? (laughs) Me. I'm the clown. She's the chump. I'm the chump. I'm the chump of the week because I missed Tyler C. How, how's he going to find me now? I gave him your number. Guys, uh, he, waiting for the call. Just as beautiful as he is in the in the naked photos on Instagram. Not naked, but <laughs> yeah. now I'm talking about his. No, the shirtless photos on Instagram. He is sweet as 
pie has like a tiny accent just so nice and muscular and just it was it was a great experience he literally did a takeover on the off-campus instagram and you guys gotta check it out because i fell in love all over again. i keep watching it like over and over taylor played it today i was like play it again play it again (laughs) again like a little kid but this week guys our Zang Zaddy is Johnny Bananas, none other. He is hot. He is athletic. If you don't already follow him on Instagram, follow him on Instagram. He's hysterical. He's always on MTV. Um, and he's just a good time. Lives his best life. His best life. And I'm, I'm obsessed with him. You guys should all be obsessed with him. Get on board with Johnny Bananas, please. Thank you. All right. So that is it. For this episode of Off Campus, stay tuned for The Ratchetness. The Ratchetness shall continue. All you guys got to do is subscribe and swipe up and rate, review, swipe the fuck up. Swipe the fuck on up. (laughs) See you guys next week. Do some ratchet shit and tell us about it. Bye. Betches.